What's up, Supernovas, and welcome back to the Worst Generation Podcast. I'm your host, GB, and we coming to y'all today with a fresh topic. We are going to be talking about women mangakas, the ones that drive some of our favorite series in the industry. So as we know, uh, the manga and anime industry is one of the largest cultures in Japan. It rakes in countless dollars, and over the years, it has made its way around the world. Uh, here in the States, we suck it all up, and I think most of the time, Many of us, because our introduction to anime and manga was through shonens or tsunami, and we know a mostly male audience, the assumption is that the audience is male, the creators are male, uh, and it is a male-dominated space. When in reality, uh, at least half of the audience at this point, due to new statistics, is female. And um, I don't know the exact number of mangaka, because I couldn't find it, but there are plenty of accomplished and seasoned female mangakas in the game who may also have created some of your favorite series. So sit back, we're gonna talk about it today. But first, let me introduce the crew. Uh, first up, we got the first lady of the pod, Panda the Don. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Panda the Don, better known as Pitbull Panda, coming to you all the way for another podcast episode. Make sure you tune in every Thursday for Give Panda the Ox so I can light your ears and blaze with some new shit. What's up? Plug, 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 plug. Plug. <clears throat> uh, next up, uh, was on deck, but now he's a bet. We got uh, our boy Sensei LeGlove. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> Base- baseball reference, bro. You were on deck, but now you a bet. You ain't never played baseball. Oh, at bats. I didn't hear what the second part was. I heard it oh. was on deck, but then I-, I thought you said, like, now I'm a bet. I'm like, a bet of what? Like, what am, what am I betting on? Yo, man, what's cracking, man? It's your boy, Sensei Lit Glove, the ball head, black anime nerd, back at you niggas with some more great worst generation content. This time, we're talking about ladies and mangas. Lady mangas. Manga ladies. Manga ladies. All along. <laughs> and uh, last but most definitely not least... The special guest for this episode, uh, very popular on Instagram and Twitter, someone that I've been following since uh, I first hopped on the sites in my anime journey, and also uh, has her own podcast. I'll let her tell you about it, uh, Pappy Longlegs. Hi, Pappy Longlegs here, joining the worst generation all the way from Weeb Trash Podcast. Um, here to talk about ladies in... As well as my co-host said, lady mangas, manga ladies, all ladies writing manga. Good shit. I fuck with that. All ladies. Yeah, man, manga ladies. I love it. I'm a manga Put your pins up. The, the oh, fact okay. that you were ready yes. to co-sign the song. Yes, she was ready, and she had the lyrics. She had the follow-up lyrics. It was baffling to me. Put your pins up. Put your pins up. 
Are they in the club? That's a con. Open, Open the con. Open the, Open the con. Arp- Monk. Up in the studio. Yeah, the stool. Drawing probably, some probably content. Da, 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 da. First up on the docket for today. <laughs> <and> I... <laughs> Sorry. Wow, haters. We were going somewhere. Cause man, once y'all get to singing, y'all just gonna be singing all day, and we gonna never yeah. get to the pod. And you gonna enjoy every minute of a backup dancer. <laughs> and that's, that's what I'm right. here for. But we gotta get to the pod, y'all. Fine. We can do. We can do a special sub pod where y'all can y'all can sing away. We'll make a playlist. So, I, I, I done lost all the motivation now. The creative juices were flowing, ahead, and then you cause... told me to shut them off. It'll I'm get sorry. back to you. I'm sorry, ladies. I blew it. Yeah, we know. No, um, <laughs> Could have had a hit. We would have gave you a cut. Nah. You wouldn't. You would not. Nah. They, they would have not have gave us a cut. We just were labeled not. as the backup dancers. Exactly. We would have been out here living in the same car together. Oh, right, <laughs> bro. <laughs> about just gotta make it. Oh God. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so first thing I want to talk about is the public kind of perception of uh, the Lady Mangakas. Uh, and it's kind of relevant for the conversation we had before the pod, where Panda was talking about kind of like the gatekeeping of uh, men and Ooh. women, where it's just automatically assumed that if you are a woman and you are an enjoyer of anime and manga, then you must be doing it for male attention or... Uh, you're here for some ulterior mo- motive, and that only men uh, enjoy anime and manga uh, solely for pleasure, and so it makes. And me can wonder, we talk like, about that? That's like a that's like a new thing. Like that's that that's new. I feel like it's not really a new thing because you know when you have even 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 in regular comics, even in Star Wars, you have those gatekeepers. So I think this is just kind of like, well, if it's male-dominated, then you need to prove yourself as a fan of anime or whatever. I think that's with any like mostly primarily male audience that you got to prove yourself to be a fan of this shit when you want it and that's but see the thing about it is for me like like i've been watching anime for a long time and no one's ever stepped to me like that or i've never even heard this conversation come up until i really got to twitter then i'm like Mm. this is a thing like maybe i'm just out of the loop maybe i was just out of the loop but i had never heard this before because i'm like we've all watched did we all not grow up watching Toonami? Like, like, Who is there all, some... though? We, like, we did, what... though. But I have but a like... let, me, let me tell y'all my theory real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Thinking your theory bag. For the past 15 minutes, and it just dawned upon me. Um, I have notes. Hold on. Excuse me. Get the fuck out of here, bro. How you say we got a theory, then you got to get your notes? If you don't um, bro, why, I wanna no, make, why I want to make sure I come correct. <laughs> so y'all not the right question. When y'all pick me apart. Um. So... I've been thinking about this since I first was listening to Panda give her conversation. I wrote some notes down. This is what I think is happening. So, for me, I can, I'm going to speak from my experience first. For me, coming up, I knew probably one woman. Zero. One woman, my cousin, who really like watched anime and manga. Every other woman in my life I ever revealed this to clowned me, shit on me, was like... Wow. Was like would just shun me, would talk mad shit, would go out her way to talk shit about me. Now, I did not take that personal, but what I have noticed, and and here's where my theory comes in, I think it's a lot of cats like me that took it personal and they still live with that pain. So instead of letting women come around now and see the light and just be happy that, yeah, like you finally realized that there's some dope shit and you over here, or um, instead of recognizing too that yeah maybe you never met the women that were into it but they did exist out there you just didn't encounter them they're harboring all that hate and that past resentment and they're going like all the women i interacted with that that clown me um they didn't like anime so now you're doing it 
just to be cool or you're doing it because now that we older you want like nerd niggas is cool so you want a nerd and so i think that that i can see that that that, that I viewpoint see that. has gained a lot of like steam and now you got the other type of man the clout chasing man all these dudes have just hopped on that viewpoint and grasped it whether it be their true perspective and their true emotions or not and now it's just become this whole thing where like this is just how we see women so as soon as a woman has on a shirt, it must be her boyfriend's. Or as soon as a woman comes in and mentions an anime, and y'all, it like damn if you damn if you do, damn if you don't. Like if you come in and you say a popular anime, then you only know that shit because it's popular. And if you come in and you say a cult anime, then you only know that shit because you Google some cult shit before you came here just so you could see like you was more cultured. So, so I don't. That's my thing. I I ten billion percent agree with you, GB. <laughs> I can you yeah, I, I, yeah I can yeah I can agree with that. But here's the thing, like, here's how I see it. And that's like, this is not knocking you saying you're wrong. You're definitely right. But, and this is coming from me as a psychologist, like, psychological perspective. You can't treat everyone like the people who mistreated you. What I mean by that is, like, this, anime is supposed to be something for fun that we all enjoy, that we actually, like, might take seriously some shit, but it's something that we enjoy. When you come to, like, when it ha- happens to when you have meet a woman who, like, likes it or enjoys it, don't automatically assume. And it's kind of hard because everybody's going to think what they want. But don't automatically assume, oh, I got a gatekeep because she might be one of these bitches who just pretending. And see, and that's, and that's like, kind of what happened to me earlier when, like, that dude was gatekeeping. Because you piss people off. The Like, the woman who, well, let me say this. woman who's been here who's enjoyed anime and manga for, like, maybe 10 years or a little over 10 years, maybe more than five years, whatever, they, we get irritated, not taken away from the woman who just get into it. You People take tend to gatekeep rather than just educate. You have a girl that wants to be interested, maybe she's doing it for the male gaze, but you put her on some shit and she really likes it. She's like, maybe I should really get into this shit for myself. And so now you actually have added another anime and manga fan to this village or this family that we have when it comes to anime and manga. But people, of course, I know people aren't going to think like that, human nature, whatever the fuck. But in my mind, like, if you think, well, I was mistreated, I was treated like this because I like anime, women mistreated. To me, I'm going to still call bullshit. Like, I'm sorry that happens, but it's your responsibility to take that shit at the door and don't exactly. don't take that out onto somebody else. Exactly. Because I, 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 I see the discussions. I see both sides. Because I'm not, I'm neither on one side nor the other. Again, I've never had see on both sides like Chanel. Yeah, I've seen on both sides like Chanel. Hey, (laughs) my nigga TB, another Frank. I've never encountered a man approaching me about or attempting to call me out on some shit. Because I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. I will embarrass the fuck out of you. Do not think. Wait, 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 Pat, Pat. This is not me gatekeeping, but I do have a serious question in regards to this this conversation. How old? How old were you when you got into anime? When I like got what? First of all, I've been watching anime since. Yeah, like that's the question. Little, but until I understood, until I like realized that oh, I'm watching like Japanese cartoons. Maybe I was like seven. You're the same as us. So like, I think I think that really has a has a very sharp dif- uh, uh, difference that a lot of people overlook as well. Like, people that, like, now, like, the niggas, the niggas that was watching anime when anime was on the rise are now in their late 20s, early, early 30s. 30s. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? 
like they 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 those are the people that 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 came up when anime was on a rise. The the dark horse or the the low key motherfuckers they that know about anime that are older than us probably stopped watching it because it wasn't what it was in the eighties, or they just are of a different like you know what I'm saying they're not really deep into being millennials, so they don't truly give a fuck about what Twitter folk and Instagram people have to say because they probably don't ing- in- indulge in that shit at all. Whereas we do. So, like, we engage in all of this shit because we millennials and this is the shit we grew up on. We sit up and talk about all the shit that was our childhood all the time. Whereas, like, baby boomers and shit don't really talk about that shit much. Like, and if they do talk about it, they only talk about it to about life. Like, real fucking life. Like, when people complain about bills. What the fuck? They all paying bills at four years old. You know my mom should It'll be like that. We don't really talk about, like, we don't really talk about multimedia type shit. Or, I mean, baby, baby boomers don't really talk about multimedia type shit as, as far as like a well when I was a kid blah 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 it's more so about life so I think when when and like I said I agree with everybody here you know what I'm saying when we think about when we think about the, the, the people that are in this group that was hurt by women that just shunned the shit or whatever um, versus or being bullied by people um, because they was into the shit it's 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 now us confronting these other millennials that may or may not have been into the shit based on what GB was saying. Like, well, I didn't, I, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm 27 years old and I ain't ran into a single female that that's into this shit. So where the fuck you been? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who are you now? I'm really, you know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers really feel like they need to really feel you to fuck out because it's, it's quite difficult. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's quite difficult to get, a 30-year-old that ain't never seen anime or never been in an anime or really animated anything into anime. So to see something like that, it's, it's really like, hold on, huh? And but I it shouldn't be that way. Like, I like agree. At, at some point, I, agree. I understand what you guys are saying. I really do. I understand it. And like for the most part, I want to say that niggas who have been hurt have every right to feel hurt, especially if you were bullied for it. Like, I remember this, that was a hot topic. Like, Niggas used to be bullied. Niggas used to be bullied for anime, watching anime, liking anime. I understand that, like, that's years of hurt and neglect. And now all of a sudden, the same niggas who used to call you lame or clown you are getting, like, especially if they're getting clout for it, getting clout from watching anime. I understand the hurt. I understand the pain. But at some point, you got to let that shit go. Because at the end of the day, if you love anime and you love reading manga, you love a particular series and this, that, and the third then you should be happy that it's getting so much praise that it's bringing in much more audience because guess what? That's how stuff is sold in stores. Hot Topic, which used to be a goth alternative store, is now an anime store. Why? Because anime has become mainstream. Walmart is selling anime merchandise. Fucking Target is selling stores and places that have never done wanted anything to do with anime before now are. Like, people are giving Meg The Stallion and... Uh, God damn it! What's his motherfucking name? Jordan Michael B. Jordan, Jordan B. Michael, go ahead and say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> he fucked. He fucked up Naruto's name. I still haven't forgiven he him for that. He fucked up Naruto's name, so his his like his like his devotion to the series is questionable. <laughs> but but he might he, he might he might he be did. he might be into anime for male approval. You never know. He did make that's true. He oh. might be gay, but he did he did bring a coach. And Naruto collab. A coach is like a big name thing. You know, it's all about like the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And the bigger picture is 
I lost the bigger picture. The bigger picture is the bigger picture is we all here. Yasha was made by a female macaque. Yeah. The bigger yeah. picture is we all here and we all enjoy the culture and motherfuckers need to make space. I have a question for you both. Since we know that women legit and thoroughly fuck with anime and manga and that um, the mythical unicorns of the past that have been watching it from a young age do in reality exist, uh, do you feel like you want to read works from like do you care about if the mangaka is female or male does that that's my first question does that, does that even matter to you it doesn't matter to me personally. Uh, personally for me it doesn't matter to me but i become a little bit more excited when i read something that's good or watch something that's amazing and i find out later on it's made it's made by a female mangaka that's true actually because true. you hear we hear about oda we hear about masaji kishimoto we hear about akira toriyama toriyama i'm sorry but we don't really hear hear a lot of, you know, hurrah for female mangakas. At least I don't see any on my Twitter thread or even on Instagram or anything else. Because, like, they don't receive a lot of the praise that they really fucking deserve. Like, uh, first of all, honest. I think a lot of people think that only, fem- only like, shoujo, like, there's only women that, are, that write shoujo manga or BL. Mm-hmm. Like, they never write anything else. But people forget that Full Metal Alchemist... Is That's which, my which is one of the greatest. Is the greatest both manga and anime. Well, Brotherhood. We're not talking short, about the 2003. Short, short anime of all time. It's not greatest short. of all time. It's it not is short. short. It's like it's 75 episodes. I mean, that's, that's not long, sh- but it's not that's short. short. Uh, <laughs> it's short. Any, okay, you're right. You classify anything less than 100 is like a short. Like, well, yeah. well, it got the job done in 70. And you think no, 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 you think about nothing wrong with it. I'm saying it's the best wrong with it being short a short anime. <laughs> I'm saying And you think anime. about how complex it is in its entirety, more than most popular shonen how written by dude. How it is. It's drawn out. It's complex. It makes you think. But it's it not really so does. much, it's not so much that you won't comprehend it. Like the whole idea of truth and the gate and equivalent exchange and how humans are technically quote unquote and made. Conspiracies. But you can't, and all of that shit. And there are no plot holes on top of that. At all. You don't get a lot of series that can end the manga slash anime on a good note. Leave everybody satisfied. Of course, I'll never recover from the death of Maze Hughes, but we ain't gonna talk about that right now. But each character, what I love about Full Metal Alchemist is that each character was explored. Each and every character that was introduced had a moment, whether it was for an episode or for a few minutes, they had a moment long enough to where you could be like, holy shit. Like, like in the very beginning, Rose, Rose it was her first, like the first character introduced Side character introduced. We yeah. explored her, moved on, but she was still later revisited. Right. Like, do you think uh, she gave each character a moment? I loved that. Do you think any parts of her style, uh, Hiromu, were uh, due to her being a female that you can see within the series, within the short uh, Full Metal Alchemist series? Because no. I, I think I think uh, if we're like putting a distinction between short and long anime they need entirely different elements for them to be successful. And with a short series, I would argue that it's probably harder in most cases to like really tell a well-fleshed-out story in such a short amount of chapters, or in this case that we're talking like episodes or whatever we're going to say. Um, mm-hmm. And so in order to do that, like you really have to put squeeze details 
into you know every moment that you have uh is there any part of her writing style any part of like her development that you think could be attributed to her being female maybe when you think of every female character and I, i'm gonna say almost every but almost every to every female character in full metal alchemist winry is a mechanic her grandmother started their own fucking mechanic her parent her mom was like one of the doctors recipes you have uh olivier mira armstrong who is the commander of fort briggs also known as the wall of briggs also known as that bitch that bitch that's my motherfucking oh i love it i love it and you have teacher who despite everything that she continues to go through with you know losing her womb and everything it still taught Edward and Al everything that they know about alchemy and fi- how to fight. Lust, even the villains. Lust is a good character. Who else was a female character? Hawkeye. Like- oh, the reason- how can I forget Reza Hawkeye? Reza. Reza Hawkeye, Hawkeye as a woman is fantastic, but I, I hate the fact that she- well, I can't hate it because it's, it's Mustang, but she's always overshadowed by Mustang. I would have liked to see a little bit more about of her, but her development was shown like I'm talking about like when during the war of Ishval up until how she is now, but she got yeah. his back. Like she, she can stand. His back. He calls her his queen as as far as chess, and you know one of the most the pa- most powerful piece on the board is the, is queen. the queen. And that's just it. Like Risa got him, but she but he knows like he doesn't treat her like a servant. She like they have this understanding like I got your back, you got mine. So that's why I kind of she is, like she's definitely overshadowed. But I feel like it's like how Hiromo try how Hiromo, how Hiromo tried to like make it is they stand on equal footing. Even though she he he's like her commander, they stand mm-hmm. on equal footing. Exactly. I do like the point you make about the the female characters, and we talked about this in the pod we did with uh, Phoenix from Anime T Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that's a frustration of mine that it's a lot of good mangakas out here they can't fucking write a female character to save their life and that's a frustration for me because like i want to see parts of reality reflected in the literature that i'm reading or watching and it's frustrating as fuck when it's like all these well-written male characters walking around and then all the females are either subservient or like kind of fall into the background or they start out strong and become the character that's just uh, kind of everything that she does is because of a man, and that's a yeah. frustrating one too. So. The only the only one that successfully, if we're if we're strictly speaking in shonen and we're strictly speaking in mainstream shonen, written by a man, the only one that does it successfully, I feel like is Oda. My nigga Oda with, with Tight Kubo, the creator of Bleach. A lot of his a lot of he tried to give there was a lot of potential. For his female characters to be written strong, Orihime, Rukia, but mm-hmm. a lot of times, I mean a lot of times, they were either secondary to their male counterparts or mm-hmm. they played the damsel. I mm-hmm. did not like that. How is this character so strong? How have you painted her out to be so strong? But she still needs to be saved. Wow. I, I I still wish they had have like kept it like kept the anime going for the thousand year art because Rukia shined with her fucking Zaho child. She like, really shined, but we don't get to see that. Most we people don't. don't read the manga. They're going straight off the anime. Zan, Zan, what pimp? <laughs> I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all know I get tongue twisted. Leave me fucking alone. Leave her alone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all know how y'all be talking so goddamn fast, and then your tongue want to just start doing like gymnastics and shit in your mouth. That's what just happened. I think that's just yours, G. 
And we're not even gonna talk about Kishimoto. We're not even. We're not even gonna talk about Kishimoto. Oh, I didn't already talked about that in the other one with Phoenix. Oh, oh, when you hear you go. We not, see where we, we, we go can't get it. stuck on Kishimoto again. Because if we get the, stuck on Kishimoto, I'm gonna talk about Sakura, and then this will be a Sakura hate podcast. So we're so gonna move on. <laughs> the, the interesting thing to me as we like talk about culture is that, um, I mean, it's proven so many male mangakas struggle with writing female characters and then you have like full metal alchemist where both females and males are well developed and i'd like i was like writing maybe two days ago trying to kind of come up with a theory on that one but i don't have any theories as to why that is but i'm i'm sure like y'all i think it's just about taste because not because i don't want to just say that hiromu successfully wrote her female characters to be strong and empowering just because she's a woman because there's some female mangakas who write write their women to be awful prime (laughs) example of that is Rumiko she is the creator of a lot of series but most people know her for either Ranma one half or Inuyasha and she wrote her females to be fucking awful I'm sorry if you are a Kagome fan but that bitch was terrible toxic Toxic. I just Inuyasha was cool I just couldn't like me, I guess I couldn't get into it. Get into it. It was cool I mean, though. I, I would never, give it. A I never spot. finished it, so y'all. Inuyasha is a series that you needed to watch when you were younger, because if you watch it as an adult, you're gonna be, get mad. K- Kagome is definitely the toxicity that I remember being encouraged and like um, yes. expected from women when I was younger, though. And I remember like yes. that was a thing in the real world too. So I don't know if that's just like a point of the times, and that's why she went up. Because at that time, like Kagome just. The way she moved and what she was on—that was like that was a I mean, weak for, lack, for lack of a better phrase. It was like okay. <laughs> that was a weak. Yeah, but that's what, women, that's what a lot of women like were aspiring Listen. to be around me and shit. So I like I saw Kagome has like wait, a, hold on, bitches were like aspiring to be Kagome. There's bitches now who are Kagome <laughs> to be toxic like that. And then when I got older, I realized like I don't really, uh, I don't really, I don't really. Like remember All much right. of Inuyasha no, aside I'm from? Give you the spark aside, wait, 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 wait! My question. <laughs> the spark no, no, my question though. Before you do that, um, I remember y'all y'all using the word toxic. I'm like, what was toxic about being just useless? And like, no, the, not the useless. Only, Bro, she's not just okay. It's not the just only thing. I, the only toxic thing I remember about her was her telling him to sit. No. Oh, listen, listen. So, here's the spark. Yeah, please educate me. It's the here's nuance. The you probably sleep through that shit because of when it came on. Here's the spark. No, for real, it came on at two in the morning. All it I heard did. was Boku Nazi. That goddamn Ferris wheel in the background. You yeah. went like, damn, gee, I should have been out. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, y'all, that was that was my that was my life. But listen, Kagome, I never I never liked her because of the fact this is a 15 year old girl who falls in love with a boy who clearly does not love her back. So what does she do? Well, I'm still gonna stick around him and I'm still gonna harp in his goddamn ear and make sure he knows that I love him and make sure he knows that I'm alive and the bitch that he love is dead. So ain't no need for him to even change her You know what, that's, that sounds like but, some real situations in life. But, but you know what, but you know what, how many, I, like if I'm remembering correctly, there were like three episodes where Inuyasha like was like, I love Kikyo, I'm about to tell this bitch that I love Kikyo so Kagome like can leave me alone. Not like <laughs> to be mean like that, but he was like, I just need her to know that I don't love her. This bitch ran away. So not only do does I not only do I know that he does not love me, but I don't want him to tell me that he doesn't love me. So I'm gonna hop my ass down this damn well and not help him. <laughs> Let him come after.
after me, and then I'm going to sit in the fucking real world with my friends, and I'm going to harp to my friends. This bitch would tell her friends about how toxic Inuyasha was, and her friends would be like, bitch, you need to leave him. And she would be like, <laughs> yeah, I should, but I love him. I... It's a lot of girls. And we all had that one friend that won't leave that nigga alone. When you tell them to leave that nigga alone. There's a lot of Kagomes out here in the world. I remember a moment when he did tell Kagome, like, if you ever tell me to sit again or if you pull that shit again, like, I'm done. Like, we could just die or this this whole thing could just be done. Like, I don't give a fuck. And I remember feeling really positive about that shit. Like, yeah, man, you got to let these hoes know, Inuyasha. And she still taught him to sit. Like it was, it was what really frustrated me about the series is that Kagome was wrong. Like she was wrong, but there would be like I think you mentioned it earlier, GB, that she was praised for her toxicity. Like supporting yeah. characters like Moroku and Sango, they would all be on Inuyasha's neck. Like why are you doing it, Kagome? You need to you need to just tell Kagome how you feel. And Inuyasha's like, I'm trying to tell her how I feel. She won't listen. <laughs> like, Every, everybody at his neck. Everybody else at the relationship be like, Oh, you're so cute together. I love your pictures on Instagram. Yeah. In reality, she beat his ass and called him a bitch with the crib. <laughs> exactly. You speaking like, on some people's situation. Trying to praise Inuyasha because he was playing both sides, but at the same time, it was obvious that he loved Kikyo. But nobody else wanted to support him. Damn, um, let me love this dead ass bitch. Let Shit. me love her. <laughs> I also think, like, when it comes to women uh, writing female characters, I don't think it's because that that they're women. I really mm -hmm. think part of it is because, like, when you have most, you have a majority of mega characters are men. And you can look at each of those characters and look what makes them pro makes them a good character, what makes them a bad character, whatever. You have so many ways to like I don't know if I'm making sense, but so many ways to build your own male character based off of them. Like not exactly a carbon copy, but okay, I know what to do, I know what not to do. Right, because there's a lot of example. You're right. There's a lot of examples of male characters, but when it comes to female characters, I feel like you have more so especially I'm specifically talking about Shawnee. You have more so bad examples than good examples. Because, and I feel like the reason for that, piggybacking off of you, because if you write, I feel like male mangakas are scared to write a female character so strong that she overshadows the male MC. And then now it's, and now it's a, a, a shonen about a, a female MC, which has never been done before. And I think people are scared to do it because they're not sure how it'll sell. Shonen is for young boys, young adults. I, I, I don't think that, like, so if the target audience is boys, I can understand the fear for being a mangaka trying to write a female as the MC and not knowing if it'll sell because that's not the target market. You guys, do you guys know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like... There's a lot, a, there's a lot a you can do, like, 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 like Panda said, there's a lot you can do with a male MC, but to do a female MC and not, and still call it a shonen, you can't do that, because then it's a shoujo, automatically. But, it's like, not like a, oh, a romance love story. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. It's, and then, uh, the more I think about it, I feel like you can still make a series, because, and even though these aren't series, these are technically movies, Hayao Miyazaki has made a plethora of movies mm -hmm. with a female protagonists and mm -hmm. they're not shoujo they're spirited away um nausicaa uh nausicaa nausicaa in the valley of the wind 
Lop of the Castle in the Sky, and I forgot this other one. Isn't Black Lagoon got a female lead? Technically, but, but that's written by a but that's written by a man, and it's it's not even considered a shoujo. I think that's considered like a seinen. Seinen, okay. Yeah, it's seinen yeah, yeah. shonen, it's yeah. And technically, Revy isn't the main character. Rock is technically the main character. Revy is like one like secondary still. Well, wait. But I we, guess with the Promised Neverland, I mean Emma's technically the main character, but then you know she has. So is Ray and Norman. So never mind. Yeah, but I feel like it's like if you make a good plot and like I'm and I'm speaking from the outside looking in because I don't know how like the market is when it comes to making your own manga become being a mangaka. I feel like if like Hayao Miyazaki has made many movies with a female like protagonist and they're they start like may, they may not start off all there but they end up being one some strong ass female characters. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you make a good solid female character. And I think I feel like that expectation is like higher for when it comes to making female characters, especially for women gaka, but making a female character in general, like you're subject to critique. Like if she's not good enough, she's gonna get tossed in the fucking trash. But you have a basic ass male character who really ain't got shit to show for it, he gets celebrated. Mm-hmm. So I think like I don't know, I feel like you have to make a really solid female character. You can't be scared. Mm-hmm. Like I see, I see where that fear comes from, but I feel like if you go make this shit, if you want to, if you go make this shit, make this shit. Fuck a fear. Give the people what they want. I think it'd be dope if um. So while we while we talking about you know making a a shonen with like a female lead, uh, Demon Slayer. Now I keep reading that the creative Demon Slayer is female, but I can't find she is. the actual. She is. Okay, she is. Mm-hmm. She is. Every, everything I find says they them. Uh, but she never, co co uh, Gotuge Koyoharu, I think yeah. is her name. She is a woman. She's never a picture of her has never been released, but any any press conference or whatever where she has to do like video or like a, her little sketch or whatever, they uh-huh. always refer to her as a female. Okay, mm-hmm. so she she's she's female, and I think that's dope as hell, and I think that's a good talking point because Demon Slayer has exploded to the top of the charts. It is, um, and I and that is a series that both has shown me both the amount of not only men that are in the uh, anime manga space, but I really saw like an explosion of women that are in the anime and manga space through Demon Slayer, like the cosplays, all the. The artwork, everything that showed up, just I really saw a lot going on with Demon Slayer. And so you mentioned earlier, you know, like a shonen with a female lead, I wouldn't really be against it. And I think if, not saying it has to be like a, a female mangaka that does it, but I think a female mangaka would do a good job with it. Like if mm-hmm. Demon Slayer had been released with a female lead character, I could definitely see that. Although I do mm-hmm. like the anime, um, I do have many people that vouch for, vouch for the manga and say the manga is really, really good. Um, I just didn't like the story, like, kind of the way the story went for the anime. Yeah, I didn't like the um, pacing. Yeah, like I said, it has a lot of potential. Yeah, it was, it was, for the anime, they slowed it down a lot, I guess, because they were trying to fit all, fit it into 24 episodes. But yeah, it was really slow, because the Demon Slayer manga is so fast-paced. Like, so, mm-hmm. so much is happening all at once. And the way she draws, it's it's not it's not like scribble or chicken scratch like people like to say. She only makes them look silly when they need to look silly. She's actually very talented. 
She's not like the greatest of all time, but she's still very talented. But it's so fast paced and the way she illustrates it, it still flow like you understand it. It flows very nicely. But I guess for the anime, they had to slow it down, like I said, just to fit it all into twenty four, twenty five episodes. So yeah, there there was like three episodes that were not even one chapter, like half a chapter. Mm. So I think uh, if anything, that's shown me that we definitely could. There are at least enough, even if men don't get into it right away, I think there's at least enough women fans of Shonen that if a female was the lead character, mm-hmm. that shit would pop. Shit, I'll check definitely. it out. Um, so I would hope. I would hope so. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really want to see it, but, you know, it seems like everybody's scared to do it. While we're on the subject of the female lead, I, well, while we're on the subject of Demon Slayer, I want to talk about like uh, women mangakas and like their influence uh, to not only like the anime manga industry, but to the world as a whole, like what comes from it. And so we can start with Demon Slayer, which I mean, in 2019, we already saw the effect that that had on anime everywhere and what came from that. Whether you want to say it was uh, uh, the anime that kind of brought the steam or if it was the manga, either way it came through Demon Slayer. So I feel like that brought a lot of new fans into the culture last year. Um, Mm -hmm. We're looking at an explosion in anime right now. Would you guys agree? I would definitely agree. Yeah, I'd agree. I hadn't seen this much excitement and like this many new fans like thirsting for a series since My Hero Academia. And whether that's good or bad, I mean, I, I take it as good, but... I don't think I've seen so many people explode over, uh... A manga or anime. I think since Attack on Titan. That summer when it first came out. So that was like, what, 2013? Yeah, I think it was about turn, 20, around 2013, maybe. When the, I don't know when the anime came to America, but whenever it started, that's when the pe- a lot of people were getting excited about it and praising the opening song and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then it came on Adult Swim and I actually watched it. So I think that was when I was like first like heard a lot of excitement and plus that's when i was still on tumblr like that i forgot we saw about demon slayer all right so other influential works uh uh magi the labyrinth of magic by women oh i have it at the top of my uh, freaking thank head. you uh so i can get my Maggie back yes oh so, here we uh, go women are women are excellent at storytelling this nigga ain't um, never went this long without talking bro <laughs> Women are excellent at storytelling. And Over here exploding I think, shit. I think they really have a knack for getting into the, the, the depths of the human psyche. Like, um, a, 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 something very common that, that wasn't really touched on when you guys were talking about Full Metal Alchemist was the, 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 uh, the connection between um, both Magi and Full Metal when it comes to the world that they're in and the conflicts between, like, cultures countries rather and politics Mm -hmm. like they really get into their political conflict bag and like like let that be the driving force of a lot of these anime or a lot of the the two of the two of the best anime i've seen in a while made by uh female mangakas um it's just fucking like it's crazy like that's those are the two things that i praise the most about both full metal alchemist and magi 
um, is because they, they, they put so much time and effort into this political conflict between all of these different countries, what it means if this country wins, what it means if this, that country wins. So, like, it, it's a constant story of there really is no good or bad guy. It's really just, uh, you know, who can come out on top. The lesser of two are, evils, almost. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think those are, are, are traditionally better stories, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. We're trying to put that together, and I, I will forever praise female mangaka for that. And that shit is fucking lit. I need to finish reading Magi. I finished reading Magi, and Magi is a good series. Like I'm not it taking is. this away from the series, but I just hated how they ended it. It when felt I, rushed, didn't it? It really felt. Ru- Thank you, somebody. Like I know Leek agrees with me when I said that. Like when I first said it, and Magi ended like years ago, and I read, like, was caught caught up with it, and I read it, and I got to the end. I'm just like. What is this shit? It and was I was so disappointed. Like I hate when a good series ends up being so rushed at the end. That's what happened. I know we talk about female men guys, but that's what happened with Bleach. Okay. And that's low key what happened with fucking Shokugeki no Soma. I hate it when there are good series that are amazing, that get you pumped and everything, and the ending isn't up to par with how the series was as a whole. If that makes sense. With Full Metal Alchemist, the way it ended was perfect. They beat Father. He got turned back into the dwarf in the flask and got dragged back into the gate of truth. Edward and Winry ended up together and had two kids and all that good shit. Edward gave up his alchemy, but he was fine with it. And the way I, it ended can was we just, beautiful. I'm so sorry to cut you off, but can we no, you're talk fine. about that? Like, hey. that for me... For me, like that—that's one of the best things about the series. At the Thank very you. beginning, when Edward is first introduced, like alchemy was law. Alchemy was his bread and butter. That's all he knew. That's all he cared about. And to see this whole journey he went on, and say, you know what, I can give it up. And truth, truth himself was excited as hell. He said, "You understand the point of what I'm trying to tell people." He said, "He he was really." Well, I don't want to say he because truth is like kind of androgynous because mm-hmm. truth appears in different forms and stuff. Truth mm-hmm. literally basically was really excited that Ed said, what do I need alchemy for? I have them talking about Al, Winry, uh, Mustang, all the people he's been made into his family over the years. He's literally said, what do I need alchemy for? Because I have them. And that's exactly the point truth was trying to get people to understand Alchemy is great, but it's not the end-all, be-all. Exactly. Oh, my God. Well done, Hiromu. Jesus, Lord. This is why I love Hey, Another thing is, I will never forget the feeling I had when I watched Brotherhood, and they were locked up, and they were, like, inside Gluttony, Envy, Edward, and Ling. And Envy told the truth about how the Ishvalan War of Extermination started, because Envy pretend to be a soldier and shot an Ishvalan child. I will never forget how my heart stopped when Envy said that shit. I was just like, excuse me? Ex-fucking-excuse me? You did what? And then we found out Envy's like semi-true form and that shit was scary as hell. I'm not gonna lie I'll to y'all. i never forget <laughs> like two years ago when I found out, like someone had to point it out to me that each of the homunculus that represented the seven like deadly sins died ironically. Like gluttony was eaten. Mm-hmm. Greed mm, died yes. a peaceful death. Envy died 
like I forgot how like Envy just passed away or whatever. And, no, Envy killed Envy killed themselves because Envy killed themselves because he was Envy as a because like Edward literally said you're jealous of humans, basically yes. called him out on his shit. Envy was like shit, took his philosopher's stone out, crushed that bitch and died. I was like, bitch, lust died at the hands of a man that didn't have lust for her. Period. Colonel Mustang lit that ass up. I think that's fire how how uh she incorporated all like the little details and all the small things that you can still find years later that's one of my favorite things about manga in general like when i can go back and read old series and learn shit or see shit that i didn't recognize on the first read through whether it be because i was reading fast as fuck because the story was that good or i just was slow the first time i read that shit and then i go back and be like oh damn okay i never knew this so uh that's always fire to me and then um, while we're talking about the details, uh, to go back to Maggie real quick, Maggie, uh, Leek was the one who put me on Maggie for real for earlier on the year. And Maggie has been one of the most technical power systems like that I think I've got to read. And it's one of the only magic power systems I've ever read and been like, oh, yeah, I understand this. I can fuck with this. It's not just uh, power-ups for the sake of power-ups for no reason like you don't just gain magic out of anywhere but they actually like have purpose behind it so i definitely like the details that come from both of those uh separate female mangakas before we run along on time i'm gonna go ahead and assume that full metal alchemist is one of y'all faves yes okay. yes so we're gonna add that to the fave list uh before we run out of time i want to make sure that we get some faves off like like some recommendations for the people oh, that's listening oh, to this episode. Cool. you go you can go first Bef- like, hey, before could y'all chill out before can, okay, I, can I get yeah, it out yeah, can yeah, i get yeah. it out <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna sure we get some recommendations off for the supernovas is listening to this episode and then if y'all could just state why you're recommended it like what type of people may enjoy this or uh like what made it so special that's it y'all go crazy Listen, just since we're on this subject of female mangakas, my recommendation is to read these series created by women. We've already talked about Inuyasha and Kimitsu no Yaiba, and we've been talking about Fumana Alchemist but, and Magi, but I just want to re- run through these series real quick that are also created by women that are fantastic. Number one, Banana Fish, my favorite series. Love it. Top, in my top ten manga. Love it. Um, obviously Sailor Moon. Gangsta. I don't know. Yes! Like, a lot of people went crazy over the anime when it first came out and were very upset. Gangsta was ended. made by women? Yes. Gangsta was made by a woman. Period. Wow. I did not Gangsta know that. Gangsta was made. Didn't know that. Gangsta was made by a woman. Blue Exorcist. Uh, Kate Kyo Hitman Reborn. Made by a woman. D. Gray Man. Noragami. Uh, Dead Man Wonderland. I know everybody loves that series. Definitely. Hey, Dead Man Wonderland please, made by a woman. Please made read the woman. manga. Please. Okay, please I cannot stress manga. this enough. Please. The anime was cool, but it stopped too soon. The manga's fucking lit. Okay. Please read the manga. Please read the manga. I please read the y'all. manga and watch the anime for all the, especially gangsta. Okay. You gangsta know what's crazy about the Dead Man Wonderland one? I remember reading the whole thread on Twitter about the male author and what he meant. No for that series. It I was, remember reading was, the whole thread like some Jen, he, he was, dude the, was like there was a man who someone. drew it. There was the uh-huh. man the illu- the illustrator is the man, but the one who created it is Jinsei Kataoka. She is a woman. She created the series. Damn. But he had he her illustrator is a man. 
Never yes. knew. If I ever come across Buddy Thread again, I'm finna set his ass straight. Like hey. Black oh. Butler. Black Butler yes! was created by yes! a woman. This is why I fuck oh, with you. Oh, a lot of people like to turn their nose up in Black Butler thinking it's a BL. No, it is not. You it's definitely not. Y'all you, wanna, this is how I know y'all people don't read or watch. You know what? I'm gonna get in my bag bag. Y'all wanna read some like real shit? Like read some real internal conspiracy shit. Read Black Butler. I'm Please do. Oh, you caught up with the manga. I'm all caught up. Oh, 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 we here. We here. Oh, I love it. Gonna get in my Black Butler bag after this. And 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 we talked about it earlier. The promise now the promised Neverland was not created by a, a woman, but it, it's drawn by a woman. The illustrator is a woman. It's created by a man. But hey. And and recently that came out this season, but I'm I'm gonna watch read it because I don't like the way the animation looks. Um, Dohoren Dohoro. I think I said that right. It's the, it's the name with, with the gator head. I know you're talking about. Yeah, that, that's drawn and written by a woman, so check that out, too. Okay, that's all I got. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead, Pam. So thinking, she, she's I was the... thinking y'all was going to drop, like, five. She just dropped, like, 15. She did. I, just, I needed to hey. get on out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I fuck with no, her listeners. I'm, I'm, all I'm that shit, true. I'm, I'm more with it. Like, more, more content. More shit for, for people to get on. I so I don't, I don't know if anyone's heard of, like, of course, I'm, I'm going to get in my Black Butler bag in a minute. Because all she said, all of my my favorites that are written by women. But I don't know if anyone's heard of Clamp. Clamp is a group of Mangaku women, and they created um, I've heard of Clamp. Subasa yeah. Chronicles and XXX Holic. And those okay. are two series. I've watched XXX Holic. It's really good. It's um, it's I don't want to say it's like it's shonen, but it's shonen in a way of supernatural. If that makes okay. sense. Okay. Now, if you like, you know, is my favorite fucking character. You know, Yuko. No, it's Yuko. I haven't watched it in a while. It's been like I haven't watched it since I was in high school. But the series oh, is really Hulu. good. Yes, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. So definitely watch it. It's an excellent series. Clamp has, is a very well known group of women man- mangaka, and they're very class. Like they've been writing shit for a while. Black all the things she said. Demon, Dead Man Wonderland, Blue Exorcist. The anime is okay, but the thing here's the thing. Here's why I stress read the manga so much. It's some shit going on. A lot of anime don't include like a lot of shit that happens in the manga. That's why I'm glad they brought back Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood because that's the manga in its entirety. It didn't just stop and leave us on the cliffhanger like the original series did. But Blue Exorcist, read the manga. You will not be disappointed because it's still going. Black oh, Butler, boy. if you've ever watched the anime, the anime pissed me off because there was so much content that they could have used. But they, they brought but they, they brought it back with Book of Circus and the other stuff on Hulu. I think the series is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. But the original Black Butler series, anime series was not. They did a lot of non-canon shit that I couldn't fuck with. But getting yeah. into my Black Butler bag, for all of those people who think it's about boys love, it's definitely not. It's really not. So if you could take the time to read it, it's still it's, going right now. It's Bruh. not for the faint of heart. I need. To, oh, I need to go oh, it's there. definitely it not is, for the faint of heart. It if is, you it, first, don't go in there thinking like she said. Please don't go in there thinking it's about to be a BL series. Oh, oh it's baby, it's definitely not. You're gonna be hurt. You're gonna, gonna be, be hurt. hurt. You're gonna be thrown because when I read, when did I read Black Bullet? I was at Books a Million or something years ago, and I was like, "Oh, like what's this?" And I just picked it up. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna ask my mom to buy it." To buy it. I read it. I'm just like, "Oh, what is this?" 
And then I figured out it was online, so I started reading it. And I've been caught up with the manga since shit for a while. And it's still going. So, like, y'all, it's not, it's supernatural. It's more supernatural than anything. It's definitely shonen. Sebastian is my, one of my favorite characters, okay? And it has a lot of mature, con- and when I say mature, yes. I don't mean, like, sex or anything. I mean, like, gore. Yeah. Yeah. So, make sure you watch. If, you, if, if you're not into the fan, if you, if you can't, authentically can't get into it, don't just write out, oh, it's a boy's love, I'm not interested in it. No. It's a classic. Yano, yeah, yeah, Yano, something. Su- Subasa, Subasa. I always say Tabasco, but yeah. <laughs> it, but it, she... it, my mind registers it as Tabasco. Oh my goodness, not Tabasco. Oh my god. But that's a good one. Noragami is a great one. I have to pick that sauce? Noragami was made by a woman. Noragami. Yes. I said that. Y'all she definitely said been, that. Yo, I've been in and out because my, my, my Discord been fucking up, but... Your was made by a woman. D. Gray Man, Kate Kyo Hitman, like a lot of series that people just assume Love. were written by men. Hitman Reborn was made by a woman. Dead Man Wonderland. But, like, we did, uh, but we did preface the whole conversation with women do make up a lot of industry and niggas don't be knowing. They don't. So, they and don't. That was, that was the I'm irony. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not trying to make you get back in your bag. I just missed all of that for the most part. So I'm surprised by a few of these. That's why I be telling like GB. That's why I be telling y'all. Please read Black Butler because it's been out for a while and it's really, really good. I know y'all don't read a lot, but I prefer y'all to read it and then watch the anime. I'll pick up. I'll pick up and read them. Just with me, like, same thing I always say. With me right now, I just don't be having the time to sit down and, like, reread like I would like to, so. Yeah, right. Um, That's I understandable. Read, yeah. I read what we talk about, like, on normal pods, but um, I got a queue of shit that I need to get to and read. I just be busy with this pod and fucking shit, doing real life shit, really. Right. And fucking. And fucking. But, uh, and fucking trying to. Trying to... <laughs> I say you alternate. Like, you read. Alternate whenever... between fucking and reading? No, between oh, shit. So, if you tell between you mangoes. at the same time. God damn it. I'd be pissed if a nigga started reading manga while we fucking. No, you wouldn't. You'd be pissed if a nigga started reading manga while you fucking? No, you wouldn't. First of all, you should be focused on being in these First guts, not on this fucking manga. We can read That's that shit afterwards. Yet. First of all, you depends <laughs> on what you're reading. You ain't about to be reading no goddamn Naruto and you over me. You better pick up goddamn Berserk or something. First of all, first of all, I'm going to do a berserk. trick. <laughs> you have a trick. Hey, I meant to tell you, Sensei, Pappy is a huge ass, like, Guts fan, Berserk fan. I forgot to mention that hey, shit. Hey, shout out to Pap, then. <laughs> like you're not gonna be. First of all, you shouldn't be. Fo- you if you can focus on some shit else, my, I'm gonna be mad in my pussy game nope. real quick. You bet. You better. You better. You better read. You better. Why don't niggas? Why don't niggas just be good at multitasking? Why you doing it? Uh uh-uh, uh. Cause see, I want feedback. <laughs> I want. Feedback. I on want both. to hear. I want to hear my oh, name. Why, why, can, nigga why lips. can't we give you feedback on both? Yo, Nig- Luffy Yo. just beat the shit out this fish man, but your shit is fire. Exactly, that's what I want. <laughs> that's just like me getting back shots and then like reading L magazine or like some shit. Do you it. Re- you do really it. gonna do this, shit? bro? I, do if it. I'm doing if I'm doing that shit, that means the dick trash. Okay? No, it Ch- don't. No, it don't. Challenge uh, accepted. I'm just gonna uh, bro. Challenge accepted. Bro, that's all it is. <laughs> nah, oh, fam. Oh, oh, are you just gonna pull out all twelve volumes? 
Okay. I bet. I bet. Also, we also we last twelve volumes. Hey, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Put the boots on real quick. Because some of these niggas can't last past a chapter. Don't put your goddamn foot on my goddamn face. Foot on the face. Girl, I'm going to do that to me on this pod. Damn, sensei. Niggas, niggas, niggas. Hey, what niggas be saying? I told you that shit in confidence, bro. No, you didn't. You put it on the whole pod. It was a whole pod, nigga. It was a whole pod. Don't fucking take it. That was not on Patreon. You put that shit on the pod. Like, that shit was funny. I said, remember I said, I imagine GB just stretched to put a foot on the bitch face. Yeah, bro. Motherfucker hit her face like, yep. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> okay. That, that exact sound. Get the gear forth on her face. No way. <laughs> the, fuck sure. the fuck in the flip flops, bitch. In the flip flops. No, you gotta, you gotta flip, flip, you gotta flip the Nike joints off you going gear forward, G. No, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't put no. Up. I can't put no flip flops on no chick face. I'll be walking outside in my flops, and I'll be looking faces. But you, but you, put put you don't. Put, do, but you don't walk face. outside in the boots. And the, <laughs> I mean, I put. I put bare feet up. Who putting? Who put Tim's on their bare face? Who put Tim's on their face? I heard. I heard you say go get the boots, but we. I mean, we we move off. You ain't never kicked the boot off, bro. Damn. I have never kicked a boot off. No. <laughs> I have never done that. <laughs> My boots ain't never been that fucking big. You gotta get that flimsy ankle. That's what I'm talking about. Nigga said a what? But um, yeah, man. So that's that's gonna be it for the time. We running low. Y'all gave us a lot of good recommendations. <laughs> We talked about gatekeeping. We talked about uh, female mangakas, the culture, the influence they have. The we might make a Patreon about that story about this nigga who tried to gatekeep me today. Stay tuned, y'all. Oh, oh, oh! I'm gonna tell you when we get done. Go ahead, GB. Well, I was about to say panda. For real, panda. <laughs> Relax. Uh, she gatekeeping my episode. <laughs> um, oh, I ain't gatekeep shit yet, <laughs> but stay tuned. Uh, I done lost my train of thought. Chris, where the train at? Uh, the train <laughs> is at Supernovas, as always. Oh, yeah, you be knowing. Niggas be knowing. <laughs> uh, Supernovas, as always, join the conversation on Twitter. No, that wasn't where I was at, bro. You was telling me. You for... said everything, though. You said everything. You said that we, what we were talking about. We talked about gatekeeping. We talked about female mangaka. And, no, that was when Penta interrupted you. You were right. You was talking about everything yeah, that yeah. we spoke about. Let the hate go. What hate? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who says about some hate? <laughs> anyway, uh, go ahead, GB. Oh, oh, triggers, triggers me hate. I take it as hate. Oh shit! I, I don't know. Shit, I'm just I, being. I'm just instigating shit. So yeah, I be tri- I be triggered for happy moments too. Sometimes I see ice cream and remember Brookfield Zoo and shit. Oh, <laughs> fuck it though. GB, uh, GB, do me a favor. Go. I, I, supernovas. That's so, it for today. No, no. So we talked about we talked about women mangakas being influential. Uh, we got the series titles from from Pappy. Uh, and shit, man, that was it, man. We we got a lot, we got a lot of good content in the episode. Supernovas is always join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram with the Worst Generation Podcast family. Uh, share your thoughts with us using the hashtag Worst Gen Talk. Uh, do you have a favorite series that was created by a woman mangaka that wasn't mentioned in this episode? I highly fucking doubt it. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned for a sneak preview of next Friday's episode only on Worst Generation Podcast. And until next time, 
We out. Bye, niggas. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for having me. You just listened to the Worst Generation Podcast, produced by GPM. If you made it this far, you probably fucking with us. So subscribe, rate, and review the Worst Generation Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Join the conversation by following us on Instagram at Worst Generation Podcast, on Twitter at WorstGen underscore pod, or by leaving us a voice message. We really want to hear the thoughts and opinions of all our listeners out there. You can help us create more content live events, and giveaways by supporting us through Anchor or our Patreon page. All links are in the show notes below. On the next episode of the Worst Generation Podcast, we have gamer, cosplayer, streamer, and leader of the Rock Lee fan club, Tatty Poodle. It's a Conquering the New World episode, so you know she's going to get in her bag with a couple gems about what it's like being a streamer and a cosplayer. And also, it's Worst Gen, so you know we're going to get in the ring and have some slander and talk a little trash. Check out the snippets. First of all, let's let's start from the beginning if we're going to do the beginning. <laughs> Take y'all um, back. Back in time. You can't always get it commissioned. Like, I, I want people to know that you don't have to make your cosplay to be called a cosplayer. Cosplaying is for everyone. If you haven't, you know, heard that, you hearing it now. I thought he was Oh, my God. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ch- Chipudin was a mistake. Damn! Damn! <laughs> Yo, I, I don't want. I'm gonna say my piece. I'm gonna say my piece after he finished talking. I'm gonna explain why I think Chipudin's right, a mistake. Please get in that bag. Hold on. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love the take from Poodle. Yeah, I mean, I think that every cosplayer has that happen to them where they don't think that their work is good enough. You got to remember, like cosplay is another form of art. So it's the same as if somebody that's painting a picture and they look at their 
their masterpiece and we're like oh this looks amazing but then when they look at it it's just like eh, i'm not really feeling it or something needs to change or this this and that so cosplayers are the same who do you prefer video game characters or anime Ooh. wait what let me i'm about to go back to you to your instagram that right was uh <laughs> it was a patreon exclusive uh, oh, never mind. Uh. You gotta hit never, subscribe. Never, never post it on social media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs>